0: 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: And have another edition of Fit After 40 with Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Hey, Grant. Hey, Jaylen, how are you? I am doing really well. But you know what? I know um, a lot of folks that suffer from back pain. In fact, back pain is one of the most common conditions uh, in ca- in Canada. Like Canadians all over the place are dealing with this. What is going on?
0: Well, you know, I thought we'd focus on, there's so many different things that can go wrong with the back. And since we're trying to get in as much information to the fine listeners in <laughs> Ched Nation there, I thought that uh, we should focus on one that is more common than people realize. And that's what goes wrong with a disc. And the term everybody knows is slip disc. So let's get to that
1: first. Eh? So is is a slip disc the same as a herniated disc or a bulging disc?
0: Yeah, so this term slip disc, I like to, let's put that one to bed. Discs don't slip at all. They've got nowhere <laughs> to slip and slide. You and I outside on these snowy, icy uh, kind of roads and sidewalks, we slip, but our discs don't, <laughs> but they can herniate. So you got it right. And there's different, all all problems that occur where the disc is uh, So let's talk about what happens. You have your spine. And in your spine, you've got stacks of vertebra. And in between those vertebra is a very important structure called the intervertebral disc. And it's this, call it, it's this fibrous tissue that separates the two vertebra and allows for space for the nerves to exit, cushioning and nutrition to the, to the spine. And what happens is, in some cases, the center part of that disc is like a gelatinous ball. So think of it as a gelatinous, three-dimensional ball called the nucleus. And around it, like tree rings, is this fibrous tissue called the annulus. And what can happen is tears can form. And then, in fact, what can occur is that ball of jello, that material, can make its way down those tears and then put pressure on other structures. And when it's very mild, it's called a bulge. When it's much more significant, it's mm. called a prolapse. And when it's even way out there, if all that material starts to get right out and about, that's called a sequestrated disc. And believe it or not, that one's actually not as significant as the other two because the other two are actually often putting direct pressure on the nerve root. And that's what we call, a her- they're all herniated discs. So,
1: Grant- so hopefully that
0: clears it up for people.
1: So Grant, is, is that just uh, is that wear and tear or, or does that come from a one-instant both. Okay.
0: You're right. So yes. So it can occur when we're younger. So when we're in our 20s and 30s, most commonly, it's it's going to occur with some sort of a stressful, okay, you know, um, type of an activity. You know, lifting something too heavy, bending and twisting. <laughs> a lot of can occur with sports. Even believe it or not, even holding your breath and really forcing something can increase what's called the intrathecal that pressure in the disc, and it can cause that to occur. But it can also occur as we age because what happens is those discs, they're they are kind of soft and they, they're, I don't want to say spongy, but they've got the ability to absorb. And as they age, they kind of dry a little bit to mm. some extent. So like soil when it's moist and you can put your finger and see your fingerprint, as it dries, it cracks. And as those cracks form, guess what? You've got a fissure <laughs> or a tear and that's where that that nuclear material can make its way down. So both wear and tear can lead to it later in our... In, uh, our uh, our 40s because we're fit after 40 but it can also occur in our you know I had a disc problem when I was 18 years old oh so really I know, I know this yeah. one personally
1: yeah and so do I it happened to me when I was in my in my 30s I was doing uh, burpees on a medicine ball which wasn't a great idea and I can remember you know it just boom and the pain um, and, and it is can be excruciating Canton, mm-hmm. yeah, it's awful. Yeah, and you know,
0: the, the telltale with this one—if you're sitting at home and in pain—is it's very typical. And 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 when you're listening to something on the radio, I'm giving ideas. And, mm-hmm. and until you're actually assessed, we can't tell you what's going on. But I can say that most commonly, that disc will make its way outward and backward. And so, like kind of uh, stepping on a tube of toothpaste, when we bend over forward it causes that disc to migrate outward, that nucleus to move outward. It kind of squishes it there. And when we sit for a long period of time, Mm. that's kind of the same as bending. So most commonly with a posterior lateral disc bulge or or a problem with the disc, what you'll have is pain, typically radiating, not just in the back, but sometimes into the hip, down the leg. You know that term we say sciatica Mm -hmm. can occur as a result of a disc. And what'll happen is it'll be very commonly caused by sitting for long periods of time, bending over. So people with this kind of a problem, they can't sit. You see them, they try to sit and they're shifting their weight. They're moving all (laughs) over the place. They get up and stand. They walk around for a little bit. Then they try to sit down again. These are the ones where people literally lay on the floor when they're in so much pain. (laughs) Give me a hard surface (laughs) to just lay flat on and I might get some relief.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so how do you get relief? Because I mean, this isn't, unless it's really 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 bad there's not you know you're not that that might mean surgery but that doesn't happen a, a whole lot so what do we do in the meantime how can it be treated
0: you bet it's survival we got to survive that first little while because the disc itself isn't doesn't have any pain nerve endings it's what's happening as a result of that disc stressing other structures so inflammation is a very common one um, mar- significant a muscle spasm that's why we're getting that achy, achy type pain that's then sharp on top of it, we have acute muscle spasm. So anything that we can do to alleviate that, and that can include medication, so anti-inflammatories and muscle relaxants, go see your doctor. That's a, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can get on something to give you some relief, that's going to help. From our perspective and what you can do for yourself, number one, if standing and walking is giving you relief, guess what, we want you to do more (laughs) more of that. Avoid sitting, avoid getting yourself into positions where you're bent over for periods of time, especially if you know that bending is causing that problem and causing the pain to go down the leg. Doesn't mean touching your toes more is gonna help it, quite the opposite. Doing a bunch of toe touches, you're actually aggravating the problem. So standing and walking are two of the most important things you can do for yourself. Laying down and getting yourself into a good position with your knees bent, that's the least amount of pressure on the disc. And that's why people will lay on those you know, with a bolster under their mm-hmm. knees or pillows built up. That can give you some relief. And you're actually helping yourself treat this problem if you can get onto your stomach and lay on your stomach even just with your elbows underneath your chest a little bit and if that gives you some relief, that's the beginning of some treatment for this type of a problem. When you're at home suffering from an, from an acute type of an episode, you can get relief even from something as simple as just laying on your stomach for short periods of time. Of course, right in, this, in the stage when it's brand new, whatever you can do to get relief. So walking, moving around, changing your positions, but really avoiding bending and sitting for long periods of time.
1: How long does it usually take to heal or is it dependent on the person?
0: Bit of both, so yeah. I can give a general guideline. I, I it does depend on the people. I, I believe it or not, I've seen these come around fairly quickly. Sometimes, generally speaking, it takes a little bit of wa- a little while, especially if you're standing and looking at yourself in the mirror and you're crooked. Mm. <laughs> you know, something isn't out of joint. Nothing has moved out. It didn't slip. Your body's accommodating to where that disc is actually putting pressure, and it's trying to give itself a little relief. So, muscle spasm and opening up that space is creating that shift. And so if that's occurring early on, we know we're going to have a longer recovery. I, I remind people that with this type of a problem, it's a lifelong problem. We'll get you through it. You'll be able to manage and even get back to normal activity, but you're going to have to do things to look after yourself forever in like, order to keep this from coming back time and time and time again.
1: Like strengthening the core?
0: Yeah, that's the, that is absolutely <laughs> essential to, you know, the two things that go with this is cardiovascular episode, exercise, any, once you can get moving and once we got this under control, then one of the main predictors of whether this comes back over and over and back pain in general is actually just general cardiovascular fitness a walking program, uh, if you love cycling, a cycling program. Of course, with this type of a problem, you have to modify it at first because being bent over on a bike, not a great idea. Uh, swimming is probably yeah. one of my favorites, especially for keeping a healthy back for the long term and especially because it does engage a lot of those muscles. And, and again, we've talked about it before. Core isn't just strong abdominals. It's mm-hmm. actually the coordination of all those muscles, getting them working together at the right time so that these problems are less likely to occur. occur. And of course, prevention, watching out, being smarter about what you're doing, being careful about that bend and that lift or that twist and those kinds of positions but when these are bad, even sneezing or coughing can actually create that situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, you nailed it, uh, Grant, as usual. I think the big thing is for folks to know that there is help out there. I know physiotherapy helped me big time to get through uh, the, the the couple of times I've dealt with this. You can find out more information at leadingedgephysio.com. There's an Ask the Physio button there. You can uh, send in a question, but also lots of information on the website. Grant Fedoric, Leading Edge Physio, joining us this afternoon. Afternoon. fit after 40 we're gonna to have to leave it there today thanks grant take care
0: jaylen yeah. don't have any disc issues yeah,
1: i'll try not <laughs> don't jinx me don't jinx me it's